Hi, I'm Dr. Holly Tett, and with over a decade working in clinical psychology and dog behaviour, I've built my business into a small but mighty empire, allowing me to help thousands of dogs and their people each year. And the best bit? I'm no longer burning myself out in the process. And now I'd love to help you to do the same. This is the first dog trainer podcast to delve into the real talk when it comes to working as a dog professional, the highs, the lows, and how to provide emotional support for the dog, the human caregiver, and also for you, the trainer. So if you're a force-free dog pro who cares deeply for the dogs and people that you help, you are in the right place. Welcome to training dogs, training people, and keeping our together. Hi there. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing well today. I've been saying this all day and everywhere. But it's June. We are officially halfway, nearly, through 2023, which is, yeah, mad to me. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to be thinking a little bit about getting clients and how to get clients and the meaning that we attribute to getting clients and all of that good stuff. Before we get started though, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would hugely, hugely appreciate if you could leave a review wherever you're listening. So if you're listening on Apple, if you could leave a review there, if you're listening on Google, if you could leave a review there, that would be hugely appreciated. This is a newer podcast, so the more reviews that we get and star ratings that we get the more people we can reach and the more topics that we can bring so really really appreciate that if you are enjoying it thank you so the title of today's episode is could you get 10 dog training clients in a lifetime in a lifetime could you get 10 dog training clients now I think most of you would answer yes to that question if that is indeed what you do (laughs) But sometimes we're pretty hard on ourselves, I think. Um, I don't know about you, but I can be really hard on myself if I feel like I'm not achieving something fast enough or in the right way, whatever the right way means. Um, And this is especially pertinent, isn't it, when we think about comparison. So when we start comparing ourselves to others. So it could be other trainers in your local area. It could be other trainers online. You look at them, you look at everything they're doing and you think, oh gosh, why can't I be like them? Now, I do think there is a degree here to presentation. So exactly like we now all know that just because your friend is posting all these amazing holiday pictures on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily having the time of their lives. (laughs) We all know that. But it still makes us feel a certain way, doesn't it? When we get the impression that others are somehow doing better than we are. So some of the common questions that my clients ask themselves, ask me, why is no one inquiring about my services? I've put posters up in the local park. I have done some Google ads. I've done some Facebook ads. Why am I not getting any inquiries? The second question is a bit more personal. So why am I so awkward? Why? Why when someone asks me what I have to offer, do I get really awkward and weird and like, oh, I don't really want to sell it to them? Why when someone asks about my prices, do I not know what to say or do I offer them a discount before I've even said how much they are? And I suppose the third one is, why does this other person or other company or other business always get recommended so this is something I definitely experienced so where I used to live when I first started out there were a couple of trainers locally very different ethos from me but they'd been doing it for 26 years (laughs) and I was in my first year and so whenever anyone asked on a local group or something like that 
Does anyone have any recommendations for puppy classes? These people were always recommended, always, straight away. Why? Well, maybe people got results with them. I don't know. I never took one of their classes. I do know they used a lot of punishment, so probably, but the fallout of that is another discussion. Um, I think as well, there's just a bit of a thing that when a business is well known, it's just recommended just because it's been there forever. (laughs) And often people don't even necessarily know what else is available, so they can't recommend it. So that is another example. You feel like, gosh, no one even knows who I am. You know, this person's being recommended a hundred times and no one's even saying my name. So there's lots of things that we do when we start to compare ourselves to other people that make us feel bad. And if you are a good a good student (laughs) you may well have gone and done all of your budgeting and your financing and thought right okay I need to get say 10 clients a month at x amount in order to break even to be able to cover all my bills make sure everything's paid for and possibly have you know 20 pound to myself at the end of the month um and that's great we should definitely definitely be figuring out how much we need to be earning in order to feel comfortable I would say I wouldn't even just want to break even but I'd want to have a bit of a buffer because you never know when the washing machine's going to break or car's going to have an issue or whatever it might be dog's going to have a vet bill um so you may be saying to yourself right so I need to get 10 clients I need to get 10 clients this month in order to to meet you know pay my bills that's what I need I've quit my job I need to get these 10 clients and so then the pressure starts coming on doesn't it so we start saying to ourselves, gosh, I need to get 10 clients and no one's acquired. I haven't even got one client. How am I going to get 10? Oh my gosh, now there's only three weeks left to get 10 clients. Now there's only two weeks left to get 10 clients. The trouble with that is you're coming at it from a very negative point of view. So it's almost like a desperation. <laughs> and when we have that energy, we have that desperate energy it comes across unfortunately so when people do inquire we come across as desperate so they're asking about one-to-one services perhaps and you start gabbling talking at 100 miles an hour or you maybe offer them something and then you follow up too many times there's just something in your energy that's off and people don't always know what it is they don't always think oh this person really needs my money but they just get a sense that something feels a little bit off now don't get me wrong this is hard to control if you are in fact desperate for that customer this is really really hard to control but The way that I like to think about it, I like to think about it kind of in a few different ways. So first off, we have to have strategy. So we have to have some kind of marketing strategy in our business that is going to bring in new customers or potential customers. Some way of having a constant pool of people. Now there's so many ways of doing this and if you're interested, let me know. Send me an email to info at pawsupdogs.com and I may do an episode just on how to bring in new customers because I know that's a big question for lots of people. But having that strategy there is really important. We also need to have a degree of self-belief. Now, self-belief alone will not get you there. Of course, we've got to have that strategy piece too. But actually, you know what? As my mentor James says, my success is inevitable. And, you know, success is whatever you want it to be. But it's inevitable. I can do this. 
I know I can do this. And this is the bit that I think we struggle with most when we're also faced with the reality of, yeah, but I need to pay the gas bill. (laughs) Yeah, but I need to get three new tires on my car. This is when it becomes harder to kind of tune into this self-belief piece. But I think the third thing that becomes helpful when it comes to thinking about self-belief is actually the way that you frame it. So when we are putting these self-imposed deadlines on ourselves of I need to get, you know, 10 new customers in the next week, actually that becomes really almost impossible in some cases. That feels like an uphill struggle. Whereas instead, if we say to ourselves, can we take some of that pressure off just a little bit? Can I just focus on getting one customer? I know I need 10, but can I get one? Because often what happens is we get one, we get that little, ooh, ooh, someone wants to work with me, amazing. That's, you know, 400 pounds in my account or 50 pounds in my account or whatever. And that puts us in that self-belief frame of mind. It gives us the energy to then go out and get that second person and that third person. Now, you may not get your 10 people. You may not. But mm, maybe I can come back to person number five and I could say, oh, you know, you also wanted to work on separation anxiety. Well, I specialize in separation anxiety, if you do. (laughs) So why don't we, you know, do a couple of sessions on that as well? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Fabulous. So now I've added to the value of that customer number five. And maybe you go to customer number 10 and you say, oh gosh, your dog's so cool. Like, I love the work that we did together would you also be interested in doing some scent work with me? And they go, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty good. Got to get that spaniel nose working. And so then you've turned that customer into a bit of a a longer-term customer as well. So there's always ways and means. Even if you don't achieve that goal of your 10 customers or whatever your goal is, there's always ways of, of making money in different places. But if you're able to take the pressure off of yourself instead of looking for 10, just look for one. That can make a huge amount of difference. It can make a difference in terms of how you're feeling and that then translates to more customers. So winner, winner, winner. (laughs) So if you ever find yourself really stuck in this way, just think about how you can start to take the pressure off. Okay, just before we go, I mentioned this last week, but just in case you missed it, we are running our four-week intensive dog trainer business boot camps over the summer 2023 so what this is four week intensive experience with me you get to have an initial 60 minute deep dive session where we talk about your whole business we unpack everything think about your goals and make a plan for you to start getting cracking and then we meet each week for half an hour on zoom for the next three weeks just to check in give you a bit of accountability and give you the next steps you also get daily monday to friday whatsapp support from me so if i've suggested you go and do something you start doing it you've got questions you can ask me you can also ask me dog training supervision questions as well if you're a newer trainer or you've got something that you just want to hash out with another brain so it's a really good thing for people who are a little bit stuck in their business not quite sure how to progress if you've got a specific goal that you want to work towards If you want to pivot, so maybe you want to move your business online or you want to start doing different types of courses, or if you're someone that's really interested in longer term business coaching, but you're not quite ready to make that leap yet, 
this is a good interim measure. So just for the summer, we've got business um, four-week intensive available. All you need to do to inquire and to apply is to send us an email to info at pauseupdogs.com and a member of my team will get back to you as within the next kind of 24 hours or so. All right, I hope this episode was helpful and I will chat to you soon. Bye for now.